Let us start again because we got like two lines into the second parak. Ein mamidin behema. You're not allowed to park a behema bepundekoyz shel akum in an inn of an akum. Mipnei shechshudin ala revia, because you have to suspect them of being revia the animal. What's wrong? If you don't care. Well, you know, so why should I care if he's Rebbeah then? What's his problem? Teretz is his Lefneiver. We'll talk about that tonight. And a woman is not allowed to have Yichud with them because they're Choshed on Arayis, which we discussed extensively on Thursday night. And even a man is not allowed to have Yichud with them because they're because they're nechshad on shvichas damim. So I saw the Seder Yankiv asks, we had a brysa recently, in the second half of the first parrot, that said you're not allowed to leave a kid by an akum for tutoring or for, or for apprenticeship. You're not allowed to leave a kid by an akum because he's nechshad on mishkav zacha with the kid. So frek the Seder Yankiv <laughs> Why does the Mishnah need to say Why? You need the reason Why don't you say it's the same Esther? Just like a child is not allowed to have Yichud with them because of because of Gilead Rais, because of Mishkav Zachar. Why don't you say the same thing by a man? So the Sederiyanka says, you see from here that, that a person will not will not do Mishkav Zachar as like an act of like passion. Like you won't like murder, he could go nuts and kill you. That's Shaykh. If he can't convince you, like you can convince a kid, then you don't have to worry about Mishkav Zachar. So buy a kid where it's Shaykh to convince him. So then the Chashash and Mishkav Zachar. Buy an adult where he's not going to convince you. So the Shaila is, is he going to force you? You don't have to worry about Mishkav Zachar in that case. You just have to worry about Ritzicha, because Ritzicha, people do do out of like a total fit of rage. Ma'an uh, that they don't do out of a fit of rage. That's the city Yankas bar over here. A goyish us. So, so that you have to come on to that term we said. Were you here Thursday? Yeah. Oh, you weren't here? I was at the night Oh, okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, so you have to come onto that term nowadays. They're scared of government authorities. Yeah, there's that term for that. Okay. So our Gemara, our Mishnah said that a person is not allowed to leave his animal parked by a guy because they're afraid what the person might do to the animal. Now, sounds from our Mishnah, therefore a person would not be able to have an animal that was by an akum. Buy, sell, lease, etc. We're going to have an entire Amr of Gemara here about different interactions with animals owned or watched or used by Goyim. And we're not going to have that problem ever come up. So the Gemara is going to try to figure out now what exactly is the problem? And this Mishnah says you're not allowed to even park an animal in the, in the stable of a hotel. And we're going to have a series of transactions that involve us buying, selling animals by Akum, and there's no problem. So what's going on? Is it, is it a worry or is it not a worry? Vera Minu, Vera Mini, asks the Gemara steer on top of her base on base. 
a person needs to buy an animal from a carbon, does he have to buy in a Haimisha store or not? Says the Gemara, no. You could go to Walmart and buy an animal for, for a carbon. Even though there are many, many, many things that could go wrong with a carbon. You know, it's a Gemara Sambhavakama, we'll see later here. The animal could have been worshipped for an Avedizara. The animal could have been part of an Avedizara practice. The animal could have been involved in Reveya or Nirva. And the question is, are we scared of that? Do we have to take that into account? And the Mishnah Paskins, absolutely not. You can buy a behema for a carb. The ain chayshishin from from an akum, and you do not have to worry. Loy mishum reveya, you don't have to worry that the person was reveya the animal. Loy mishum nirva, or you don't have to worry that the animal was nirva to the person. Loy mishum muktsa, and you don't have to worry that they set it aside. That they set it aside for avodah zara. Loy mishum nevad for a cover of avodah zara. Loy mishum nevad, and you don't have to worry that it was worshipped. So all four categories of things that can go wrong with an animal, Muktza, Nevat, Reveya, Nirva, do not worry about it. So this is Mamish, a head-on contradiction to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, hey, mommy, you're not allowed to park it by them. And the Brysa says, it's mutter to buy one off of them. And you don't have to worry about anything. So now says the Gemara like this, Bishlema Muktza v'Nevat. Okay, I understand that you don't have to worry that this animal is muktza, that it was set aside as a future carbon for or nevad, or it's an animal that was worshipped as an avedizara, because the very fact that they're selling it would be so demeaning, would be so demeaning you don't have to worry that they did that. Meaning, the fact that they're selling it to you, obviously they didn't deify it, because if they deified it, they wouldn't sell it to you. Says the Gemara, Bishlema, Muktzevenevad. Bishlema, to worry whether or not it was set aside as a carbon, or actually worshipped as an Avedizar. If it would have been that he did set it aside for a carbon, and if it would have been that he did worship it, he wouldn't have sold it. Just pause for a second here. There's a shtickle issue like this. Whenever, we're learning about desires, this is going to come up. Whenever something was an avedizara of an akum, if you want to use it, what you need is is a worshipper of that Avedizara needs to be mevatalit. A worshipper of that Avedizara needs to be mevatalit. So for instance, let's say you would want to buy you would want to buy a building off of a church. So it's also for us to walk into a church. But let's say they would want to sell it to us, no problem. Get a worshipper of that particular Avedizara to be mevatal Avedizara. What that involves, we'll talk about later, but for sure if you defile it. So for instance, let's say the guy takes a hammer and like there's a statue in the lobby and he smashes it, then the Avedizar is off. It's, it's mevatal Avedizar. If, if a worshiper of that Avedizar is mevatal it, then it's no longer an Avedizar. The Gemara says later, the Gemara says later, 
that on Dafnun Gimel, that selling an Avedizara is mevatalit. So asks the Achreinim, asks the Achreinim, the Gemara here is saying, you can assume from the fact that he sold it to you that he never worshipped it. The Gemara says something much better. The Gemara and the Gimel says, I don't care if you worship it. I don't care if this is a real live Avedizara that they worshipped for years. The fact that he sold it is mevatal Avedizara. So Frank Dachreinim, why do you need the assumption that from the fact he sold it to you, it wasn't worship. Why don't you have the fact? I don't care about the fact. It's much better to have a real live bittle than an assumption of never being worshipped. Why can't we just say from the fact that he sold it, Azaibi the Gemara Nun Gimel, why can't we say that the fact that he sold it is Mavatul Dabarizar for was there? Say that, Hrainim. Bittle is fine for me and you. So, for instance, let's say. There's a, uh, a uh, piece of art that you want to buy off an aqua. And there's some interesting uh, figure of like, you know, a statue of a bird or a cow or whatever. And like, you know, on one hand, very nice and artistic. On the other hand, is this, is this a getchka? So you get the guy to be mavatal, and you can bring it into your house and put it on your mantle. No problem. For me and you, the fact that they're mavatal, it is fine. And the fact that they're mavatal and the fact that they sold it shows that they were mavatal. For Hashem, Legvaya, if you're going to use this piece in service of the Rebbein Shalom, Bittal is not enough. Bittal only helps. This is the sheet of the Taisus Rid. So like the Taisus Rid, we answer this kasha beautifully. The Taisus Rid says Bittal helps for regular use, for chulin use, for hedget use. Bittel does not help for hectish use. Bittel will not help for Hashem. That's the pshat over here. Not the Taisis read, it's gorgeous. Why did the Gemara need to use a psychological assumption that from the fact he's selling it, he must not have worshipped it? Why aren't you just relying on the fact that he sold it? It was Mavatot. Bittel wouldn't work for Hashem. So therefore, I need to come on to the psychological assumption that from the fact he's selling it, he must have not worshipped it. Isn't there a Mars Ayn aspect that Bittel was cool? Like, let's say you mavatal this piece of art, right? So you know that you mavatal is started to go, but some guy walking to the house is going to assume maybe not. So what, what Good point. That? If I'm not, I, we're going to get to the Sugis in a while. We're in 20 blocks from now. I think there is some type of public aspect to the Bittal. I think you're right. You could ask Yaakov after Shir about Erfarschlager and the Bittal. <laughs> yeah, I'm a building. I'm <laughs> like here. If we say that selling it means he's monopolist, so then how can we say that selling it means he never... So you're asking, forget, forget on, the lump, on, the, on the fact of it, isn't it a steer in terms? Yeah, you can't, it, yeah, if you sell it, uh, I read over this. I read over this area a few times. Is that what he asked? No, it's not what he asked. Is that what he asked? No, it's not what he asked. Masking, masking, masking. Okay, that is Muktz of but that's not what we're here to discuss. Here's our kasha. Our Mishnah says you can't even park an animal by a akum because she's going to revey it. And there we're saying you're allowed to buy it off of him because we assume he wasn't revealed. So what's the what's shot? Is a guy that he has an opportunity to revey the animal or is he not? Omer Abtachlife, Omer Abshilabaravina, Mishmed the Rav. 
Oivid kechovim chas al behemta shaleti aker. Yeah. An oivid kechovim would be reveya an animal if it's consequence free. So when it's his own animal, being reveya it can cause it to be infertile. And therefore, his own animal, he would never be reveya. So when did the Gemara say, when did the Mishnah say, you're allowed to buy an animal off him because it was his own animal? He would have never been reveyed. It would have cost him damage. It would have made the animal infertile. But your animal, when you park it by him, it's mamish a perfect opportunity. You chaparayin a free revia unken consequences of infertility. So Memela says the Gemara, that's the answer. When you park it by him, he doesn't have to worry about any, any collateral damage that the revia is going to cause. Mashekin, when it's his animal, and he was always scared of the collateral damage that the Revi'ah is going to cause, he was never a Be'ah's animal, and that's why you're able to buy the animal off of him. Says the Gemara, great. That's a great protection why you're able to purchase off of him a female animal. He would have never been Be'ah the female animal. It'll cause it to be infertile. Zachar Michael Amemar. Then, what's your protection that you're able to buy a male animal off of him? There, he has no consequences of being Reveya. It, it's not going to turn infertile. It's a male, says the Gemara, Amr of Kahana, Even males, they suffer from a Reveya. The, the meat becomes weak. It becomes an a unhealthy, weakened animal. And therefore, even by a male, the owner would suffer consequences. So Kolzman, it's his. He would never do something wrong like that, only because it's yours. Parking it by him is the Rakshash, and that's why our Mishnah is Chayshish, and that Bryce is not Chayshish. So the Mara says, okay, next attempt. You're able to purchase an animal off a shepherd. Says the Gemara, okay, I'm going to isolate a case that your answer won't help me. You're telling me his animal, he would never risk being Reveya. If it's a female, it's going to cause infertility. If it's a male, it's going to cause Khash Basa. Okay, then how about when he's in the role of a Raya? Therefore, He's not going to suffer any consequences because it's not his. And yet we still find this mutter to purchase off of him. Says the Gemara, no. Raya, he's going to lose his reputation because the owner does care about the damage incurred. And therefore, if the owner finds out that his Raya is being Reveya the animal, he's going to be upset. Says the Gemara, The Raya is worried about loss of income. If it gets out that he's Reveya, his charges then he's going to lose income. So the same mirsis there is for a guy to be reve his own animal because it's going to be tiakar, kash basar, a roi is scared because he's going to lose parnasa. but our Mishnah is still a problem because there's no consequence. Mar says, okay, Elhadetanya, a meister behem shalahen, understand, we have a Mishnah that it's usher to give an animal to roya akum. You're just telling me you don't have to worry about Rayakum because he's worried about loss of income, so he's gonna halt Sakhan and he's not gonna be Rayvayat. Yet on the other hand, we find that it's us or for us to give them an animal for them to be Raya. So the Mara says, the Gemara says a very good answer. An Akum Raya is scared of being Rayvaya, an Akum's animal, 
He is not scared of being Reveya, a Yiddish animal. Why? What's the logic in that? Where it says, because, this is a great psychology, someone who is a fellow Avarian, someone who is in, in the same type of mindset, always knows how to think alike with someone who would do the same crime. For instance, if I'm a Ganef, I know exactly, I know exactly how you're thinking if you're a fellow Ganef. So I'm thinking what I would do, and I know you would do that. If you ever notice, I hope no one hears this, I don't like my car. But if you go like to the bad neighborhoods, they all lock their car. You can tell me because cars get stolen in a bad neighborhood. But in other words, because if you've ever stolen a car, I promise you lock your car every time. Because you know how easy it is to steal a car. If you've never stolen a car, you don't lock your car. When someone engages in similar activity, they start thinking along the same wavelength as someone that does that. So says the Gemara Gorgeous Far. A Roya Akum would be scared to be Reveya, another Akum's animal, because the guy's going to say, What'd you do when I turned around? What'd you do when I left? I know what you would do. Mashenkin, a yid, doesn't think along those lines. So Mimela, he's not scared to take advantage of the yid's animal because the yid is not going to think along those lines. Says the Gemara, in who the yadi, bahadadi, they who know each other, mirtati, they're scared of each other. Anand layadinan bahu, we who don't know about this lay mirtati, we're not scared. And the Gemara gives a couple mishalim. Amaraba hainu damriinchi michtava galala bazen. When a person is like, um, like you know, the guy who chisels um, uh, words into marble. I guess you know the guy at the at the matzevis. The person who knows how to chisel words into the marble. The marble, when it sees the pen or the thing that chisels in it already opens up for it meaning he's so used to being you know hurt by the chisel that the minute he sees the chisel he basically opens up the marble for him says the Gemara says Gemara which is a pen but it's like the the sharp instrument that you use to chisel marble Galala Boza the marble itself shakes from or similar Ragla Bechavre Yoda a person who's a rachil and is always going around saying nasty stuff about other people, undermining other people, is always scared of people undermining him. Which means somebody who doesn't engage his behavior doesn't think along those lines, doesn't think in that mindset. Someone who's a rachil, who's constantly harming other people, he's constantly thinking, what's he saying about me? Ragla, a rachil? Bechavriyada, he knows his friend. So, says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, I've answered all your problems. Our Mishnah, we're just talking about a Yiddish animal in a temporary, consequence-free situation. You have to be scared that the guy is going to be Reveya. An animal that he owned, you don't have to worry, he's afraid he's going to damage it. An animal that he's in charge of watching, you don't have to worry about him because he's scared of losing his parnasa. That's only a guy, but a Yid's not allowed to give to him because he's not scared of you. He knows you don't think along those lines. Says the Gemara... Says the Gemara, Ihachi Zacharim Menekevis Le Nisbin. Okay. 
if your ability to buy an animal off of an akum is based on the fact that they're scared to do any damage, you should not buy, you should not be able to buy a male animal off of a female seller because she could engage in review with that animal consequence-free because that animal will suffer no issues. So therefore, if the only ability to buy an animal off of an Akam is where the circumstances disincentivize problems. So for instance, you're allowed to buy it off him because he's disincentivized from being Reveya. But by us, there's no disincentivization. So Mimela, Mimela, you have to be scared. So then a female seller with a male animal that she could engage in review with that animal and suffer no consequences. So consequence for you, ooh, it should be also. How come it's not? Says the Gemara, If she does review with that animal, all of a sudden, that animal is going to be her best friend and start hanging around her all the time. And that is a severe consequence because we'll say, we'll say to her, hmm, why does that animal file you, follow you and smile at you funny every time he sees you? You must have done something wrong. So says the Gemara, even a female is disincentivized from being revealed with a male animal because the animal is going to follow her. Says the Gemara, <clears throat> and now we finally get to something interesting. Says the Gemara, El Hadetan Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said, Armalta leitarbi kalbe, an almana should not raise dogs. Vleitishri barbe rav boshpiza. And an almana should not host a tamachacham in her inn. I N N. So now, you're telling me that you don't have to worry about a woman being with an animal because it's going to follow them. So then why is it also for an almana to raise dogs? So we raised two isurim here. One is that an almana shouldn't raise dogs. Number two is that an almana should not host the tamachacham. We'll get into the almana hosting the tamachacham in a minute. But let's focus on the almana raising dogs. Why should it be us, sir? Didn't you just tell me that you're allowed to buy an animal off a woman who raised because the woman is disincentivized from doing anything with the animal, because the animal is going to act way too friendly with the woman, it's going to cause her to look bad. So then why is an almana able to raise it? Why is it an almana not able to raise a dog? Why don't we say the same protections, the same guarantee? No, she would never do anything with the dog because the dog's going to follow her and she's going to lose her reputation. Says the Gemara. Now, Bishlam or Barbe Rav, I understand why she's not allowed to host a rabbinic student because Tzaniele, he, he's very incentivized to keep it quiet. So it's a perfect crime. The guy will keep it quiet, Dalmon will keep it quiet. When, when all, when all uh, problems are taken care of, that's a big problem. But Ela Kalba, Kevin de Migraba, Mirtita, a dog, it's going to start following her. Why aren't you scared? Says the Gemara. I'll tell you why. Because dogs will follow a person for a very benign reason. So I'm not scared of a dog following me. It doesn't necessarily mean I was Reveya it. Says Gemara. Since when you throw to a dog a piece of meat, 
Umistra Chabasra, it will follow you for that. People say, Hide the Misra Chabasra, this that the animals following or the dogs following. It's because of the piece of meat. So says the Gemara, that's why it's Osir. Which means any other animal you could buy off of a woman because she would never engage in Revia because if she engages in Revia, the animal's going to follow her. And that's enough of a guarantee that she won't engage her in a via. She's disincentivized. You could buy it off her. Only our mission where it's a temporary situation is bad. The reason why she's not allowed to raise dogs is because dogs also follow anyone that throw it a piece of meat. So therefore, the fact that the dog follows her is not necessarily reputation damaging for her. It could be the reason the dog's following her is because he threw her a piece of meat. And since he threw her a piece of meat, that's enough to get the dog into her then she's not scared that people will say she's Revayet, therefore it's also for her to raise a dog. So, right, so, so that would probably be us or because there's no protection. So two things, let's talk about this. First of all, and I'm on to raising a dog. Um, Taisis in, in Bav Metziah Dafayinah says, this is not a real chashash, which means the Gemara in the end of Kedushin says, and therefore, therefore, this is not a real chashash. It's just a, it's a bad rumor. It's a bad idea to do that. This halacha of a almana hosting a talmachacham, we mamish find in machlekes Ramam and Ravid, exact opposites. The Ramam says. It's mutter for a tamachacham to stay by an almana on a short-term basis. The iser here is only living in the same apartment building long-term. This iser of late of leitishri barbe ravbo shpiza, leitishri barbe ravbo shpiza, the Rambam learns is only aser for a for a yeshiva man to live in the same apartment building as an almana long-term. Uber for a Yeshiva to go stay by an Almana in an inn one, two, or three nights on a Darach HaKroi is 100% Mutter. Derived says Mamish the exact opposite. The exact opposite. It's of course Mutter to live long term. It's also to go by her short term in an innkeeper situation. What's the Pshat? So the Taz in Eben Ezer explains that they each read a different part of the sentence and they 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 um, emphasize that the Rambam reads like Tishri. Tishri means live long term. The Rambam learns the Tishri part is the Iker. Ushpiza is just a way of saying neighborhood. That that it's fine to eat by her on a temporary basis. Nothing's going to come of that. But if you live long term, then already there becomes enough of a familiarity that it's also. So the Rambam focuses on the word Tishri. The Taz says the Ravid focuses on the word Ushpiza. What could be worse about short term than living in the same apartment? Says the Ravid, it's a totally different thing. When both of you are living in the same apartment complex, same apartment building, there's no relationship. You, you live in 1C and she lives in 4D. There's, there's no relationship. She's not helping you. She's not cooking meals for you. She's not checking on your room if it's okay. She's not in a in a caring relationship. 
If you're hosted by her, so she's taking an interest in you. Are you full? Are you tired? Is the bed okay? Was the meals okay? Are you okay? Says the rabbi, living long term and no assistance. I'm focusing on the word ushpiz, a host. Living long term and no assistance. That's not a problem. Living short term, but being assisted by her and cared for by her, that's what which would lead to problems. So you have a machlekes Ramam Rabbit. In the same sentence, the Ramam is is garis much more the first half of the sentence. The Rabbit is garis much more the second half of the sentence. Let's stop here for Chazara.